0: You're listening to the Iconic Leader Podcast with Sarah Plowman, episode number 17. Welcome to the Iconic Leader Podcast. I'm your host, life and business coach Sarah Plowman, here to help you embrace your icon status while getting rich with ease and style. Let's fucking go. Hello, icons. I was about to hit record and I immediately started tearing up. So I'm sitting here with tears in my eyes. I don't have a plan for today's podcast, I don't have a script. I just want to reflect and talk to you about. The last two years, because I am sitting in my room slash office that I love very much, and it is all packed up. It's all in boxes except for my desk. Tomorrow morning, the movers are coming, and I am moving to my new house. It is only two blocks away from where I live, which is a great thing because I absolutely love where I live right now. So it is not a far move, but it is a move nonetheless. It's still a thing, and. the the packers were here helping me this morning and there was this moment where I was in the kitchen with them packing up some glasses and it just hit me. It hit me that I'm moving and it hit me how much being in this house has meant to me and how much I have grown and changed over the last two years. When I moved into this house, it was August of 2021 and the beginning of August and for those of you who know my story, that month was the month that I broke through the river of misery. In August of 2021, as I was unpacking, getting settled into this house, I created a $9,000 month after five months of nothing but knows. So imagine me moving in here. I have not even cracked the $10,000 mark in my business. I had made about seven grand so far that year which was really exciting, but also had all happened at the beginning of the year. So I got some yeses right away. Huge deal. Dopamine rush. I'm on cloud nine. And then all of a sudden, it felt like things stopped working. And I was showing up. I was doing all of the things. I was getting coached. I was creating content. I was teaching master classes. I was – offering low price point. I was offering private coaching. I was truly like trying all of the things, showing up. I was taking my handwritten sign to the park. Like when I tell you I was doing all the things, I was out there in such a big way pushing myself beyond my comfort zone. I went and did an in-person event at Athleta that I was so nervous about. I had to like Force myself out of my house. I stood in the doorway for a solid minute, like every bone in my body was screaming, Don't go. And I had to like push myself out (laughs) into the car. So I was doing all of the things and it just felt like nothing was working. I moved into this house and I have a video. I'll share this on social media this weekend, but I have a video of me doing a walkthrough. It's just me, the day I got my keys by myself walking through and setting an intention for what was going to happen in this house. And it was also like much brighter than the apartment I was living in before. It was a house rather than an apartment. So, and even though I was renting, I still, I felt like it was my home. It felt like a really big deal move for me and my kids. It was a first house since my divorce. You know, we had our our little two bedroom kind of dark apartment that we that we moved into right after my divorce, but this was like our first house for me and the kids. And my bedroom had plenty of room for a little office in it. And it's so bright and cheery. And I just walked in here and I was like, this is where it's going to happen. Like I am going to make this happen and this is where it's going to happen. And kudos to to that version of me because there was not a lot going on. Like there was not a lot of evidence back then that things were working. But even after five months of nothing but no's and many tears and many – nights of doubt and discouragement, I was still in such firm belief. I was still in such firm belief that I was going to make that first 100K and then I was going to make my first half million and I was going to make a million. I just never stopped believing that. And so I walked through these rooms and I said, this is where I'm going to make my first 100K. This is where I'm going to make a million. And the next time I leave this house, the next move that I make, the next move out of this house that I make is to my dream home. I'm going to buy a house for me and my kids. I can't overemphasize this, you guys. I have lived before this paycheck to paycheck my whole life. And I have never owned a home. I have never felt like a financial adult. And I was hell bent on figuring that out. And it was scary to, to think that, okay, now I was a single person and At nearly 40 years old, I'm going to figure this out for the first time in my life. And there was doubt there too. But I, even that, I was like, nope, I'm going to figure this out. Like if other people can figure it out, I can figure it out too. So I love looking back at that video. Like just the, the amount of willingness to feel all the discomfort and still believe inspires me. Isn't it so fun when you look back at a previous version of yourself and you're like, damn, she was tough. Like what a badass. If you are not constantly inspired by your past self, you are doing something wrong. And that thing that you're doing wrong is is not acknowledging how amazing you are. How amazing you are and how badass you are and all of the obstacles that you've turned into opportunities and all that you've created in your life. So take a moment after you listen to this episode to really celebrate and be inspired by your past self. So I set this intention, recorded this video, and then that month went on to make $9,000 in my business after five consecutive months of $0.00. And $9,000 was more than I had made total in my business and I made it in one month and my mind was blown. And then immediately, of course, I freaked out because when you make a lot of money, especially for the first time in your business, it brings up all of this doubt. Can I do it again? It brings up fears of unworthiness? Am I worthy of this amount of money? And I, am I able to coach these clients? So I had this, I remember so clearly, like this freak out moment. Actually, it was actually a series of a couple of weeks, like a period of time where I was freaking out and judging myself so hard. And I remember like, I was taking calls, sitting on the floor with my phone propped up on my ring light. And I had a physical binder that I was keeping client notes in. And when I couldn't find that because I wasn't fully unpacked, I was writing notes on scraps of paper. And it wasn't long after that that I hired my first one on one coach, Elisa. And I remember venting to her about all of this. And and saying it to her, like hoping that she would get on the Judge Sarah bandwagon. Like I was trotting out all the evidence about how much I sucked. (laughs) And I was like, I'm keeping notes for my clients on scraps of paper. And then when it comes time for their next call, I can't even find this scrap of paper and I suck. And she just looked at me and she was like, scraps of paper Sarah is amazing. Look at all that scraps of paper Sarah has created. And in that moment, first of all, I knew like she was the coach for me. And I was like, wait a minute. I get to love that part of myself and I get to be proud of myself. Like that scrappy girl who's just like flying by the seat of her pants but doing the thing. Like I get to be proud of her and not ashamed or embarrassed. It was a game-changing moment for me. And I also started to change after that moment. You know why? because I wasn't hating myself. Have you ever tried to change anything? Maybe lose weight, maybe get more organized in your business, maybe raise your prices. Have you ever tried to change something, change how you're parenting your kids from a place of self-hate? Like We can do it for a period of time, but it's really hard to sustain that change, and we feel miserable while we're doing it. And all of a sudden, I had this permission that Alisa helped me grant myself, right? She granted me permission. I granted myself permission to love all parts of myself. And this is when I started embracing like the word cocky. Like I am cocky. And I was a little bit embarrassed about that before, but I was like, what if I reclaim that word? What if I like this thing that people criticize about me? What if I own it? Think Taylor Swift and the Reputation album and tour. Like, okay, you're going to call me a snake? We're going to have fucking snakes on stage dancing. That was a vibe. So yeah, I am a fucking peacock. And I love that about me. I love scraps of paper, Sarah. I love that I like to take pictures of myself, artfully nude and put them on my Instagram <laughs> and get comments like, why are business coaches always posing naked? I love it and I'm going to love all parts of myself. And when I really dropped into that radical, unconditional self-love and acceptance, suddenly I was able to evolve and change even faster because I trusted myself and I had more of this sense of like, hey girl, I got your back. I have got your back here. Whatever you want, like we can go figure it out. And it might be bumpy along the road. It might be imperfect, but that's okay. I've got you, Sarah. Sarah's got Sarah and we're going to get through this. So like, yeah, let's go. Let's go try something new. Let's go try taking those scraps of paper and putting them in Evernote, (laughs) which is how I keep clients' notes now. And it's a lot more streamlined and a lot easier. And I never lose the files. So I will remember that moment and that time in this room for the rest of my life. I will also remember, oh, here come the tears again. I will also remember sitting in this very seat in, I wanna say April of last year, crossing the $100,000 mark, which was something from day one of my business. I was obsessed obsessed and fixated on that goal i was also obsessed with helping people for sure but i was also obsessed with making a hundred thousand dollars that goal meant so much to me and i was not going to stop until i achieved it and i remember sitting here and being in such awe and crying i took a video of that moment too side note Take videos of all of these moments. You may never share them, but you will enjoy them and you will be happy that you have them and you may go on to share them in the future. You will be so happy that you've documented these moments. I often encourage clients when they sign up for private coaching with me to document that moment. Take a little video and just talk about what that moment means to them, what they're experiencing, what they're feeling. I'm so glad that I captured all of these moments and all of these, a lot of them are me crying on video, (laughs) but I'm so glad that I have these memories documented. So film yourself and save for posterity. I remember that moment. I remember the funk that I went into after that because I had been chasing after that goal for so long. And then I got there and it felt really good for like 24 hours. And then I was like, oh shit, now what? (laughs) My life is still 50-50 and I still have a business to run. And now I have another, now I want to go make $100,000 again, but I want to make it faster. Now I want to make a million dollars. Like, This shit never ends, (laughs) which is not a problem. But in that moment, there's a little bit of, wait a second. I thought when I got here, everything was going to be better. I thought everything was going to be amazing and all my problems were going to be gone. And people told me that over and over and over again during that first year working towards that first 100K. And I was like, yeah, 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 I get it. I know better though. I know that my life is 50-50 now and my life will be 50-50 when I make $100,000. And I did know that, but I will still admit that I went into a funk for like a month after crossing that milestone because I had a little bit of an existential crisis. So that's another really significant memory from this house and just so many firsts that I went through. My first broken contract, my first refund request, my first sale without someone needing a consult, my first pay-in-full sale, my first multi-five-figure sale, like just so many, many things. My first like really hard conversation with a client. Oh my goodness. So many firsts that I went through in this room. It feels very bittersweet to leave this space. And I have to say, I'm not leaving it the way that I expected to leave it. I am not moving out of this house because I bought my dream house. And if you remember from a few minutes ago, that was the plan. I was not gonna move until I found my dream house. but. The wonderful couple who owns this house, they decided to sell it, and they offered it to me. And I thought about buying it for a minute, but it is not my dream house, and I didn't want to move. But I also don't want to compromise on buying a house until it's the one that I really want. So I said no. And luckily, they have another house two blocks away that is definitely an upgrade. It's bigger than this house. Um, it has more bathrooms than this house. It is lighter than this house. It's just more space for me and my boys. I have an office with a door and a beautiful bedroom that has plenty of light. So it's it's lovely and I'm really grateful. And I have also allowed myself to be a little sad and a little disappointed because this was not the plan. And I want to share this with you guys because I have created Extraordinary results over the last two years. Since I moved into that, into this house two years ago, I have made over half a million dollars in cash, like blowing my mind saying that out loud. And I am moving to an upgraded house and I bought a new, brand new 2023 car this year in cash. Like things are going well. Sarah is doing well. The business is doing well. My my results are trending upwards. Do you remember we talked about that in a recent episode of the podcast? Trending is the new consistency. All things are trending upward for me. My relationship is trending upward with my beautiful partner, Brian. My relationship with my kids. Everything is trending up and things are not going the way that I had planned. Things are not going as I envisioned them. I thought I was already going to have a million dollars by now. I thought I was going to be buying my house by now. And that's not the case. So what I'm doing right now is I'm feeling the disappointment. I'm feeling the sadness around that. I'm not chastising myself for having those emotions. I'm not trying to shove them down or judge myself that they're there. You know that feeling when we have so much to be grateful for, but then there's that other part of you that's disappointed and wants more. And what we normally do is we're we're ashamed of that part. We're like, well, you have so much. I mean, all the stuff that's going on the, in the world right now, and you're going to be disappointed about this beautiful new house that you get to move into, and you're going to be disappointed that you made half a million dollars and not a million dollars. Don't do that to yourself, my friends. You will always have negative emotion in your body. You will always have uncomfortable emotion. You will always have that part of your brain that is in lack and not enoughness. So don't waste any time wishing those thoughts or feelings away or judging yourself for them. That's like trying to figure out how to work out at the gym or like go for a run, work out really hard and not sweat. Unless you're one of those freaks of nature who does not sweat, then maybe this does not apply to you. But for most of us, when we work out really hard, we sweat and that's a bodily function. Even if you wish you weren't sweating, your body is taking over, trying to cool you down. And that's what our brains are doing when they're giving us these negative thoughts, they're trying to protect us. And it's misguided. It doesn't actually accomplish the goal that it's wanting to set out, but your brain doesn't know any better. It's just acting out its design. So do not get mad at that. Do not judge that. Do not wish it were otherwise, because it's not something that you can turn off. And to the extent that you can turn it off, The way to make those voices quieter is to drop into acceptance. So I am accepting and loving that part of me that is sad, that is disappointed, that feels like not enough, that feels like I didn't try hard enough, that feels like I didn't work hard enough. I am loving on her. I am giving her a hug. I am holding her while she cries. But I'm not trying to fix it and I'm not trying to judge it and I'm not trying to talk her out of it. I'm just holding her and saying, it's okay. I've got you. It's okay that you feel this way. And I'm so proud of you. And you did great. And it's okay that these feelings are here. And guess what? I'll give you a pro tip. When you drop out of judgment and into acceptance, when you drop out of resistance and into surrender of what's bubbling up inside of you, And you just hold yourself and love yourself through it as if you were someone that you were in charge of, you were someone that you were taking care of, right? Like an elderly parent or a child or your best friend when they're not feeling well. If you take care of yourself like that, you will start to feel better so much faster, Our brains trick us into thinking that shoving those emotions away and avoiding them is the way to feel better faster. And it's actually not. When you do that, you are prolonging your suffering. So I'm just over here feeling all the feels and I know that's the fastest way to feel better. And I refuse to judge myself for any of the feelings that well up inside of me and I just am holding myself through them. This is also a gift to me because when I do that, when I'm not shoving emotions down and I'm letting them vibrate through me, I'm letting myself feel them, I'm actually clearing energetic space and physical space. I'm clearing physical, physiological, energetic space to feel the feelings that I want to feel. Like when I sat down and let myself have a good cry today, I freed up space in my body to vibrate with excitement. About this new move. I freed myself up to be really present with my kids tonight during their last soccer practice of the season. I freed myself up to actually enjoy the process of moving. Did you know that's possible? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not like (laughs) loving every second of it, but I feel so alive right now. I've cleared out all this space and I'm so present and so alive for this 50 50 experience. And it feels amazing to be this dialed in to what's happening in my life right now so acutely aware of it and it's giving let's fucking go energy like i literally it's been an emotional roller coaster today but i i went from like crying and feeling so nostalgic and feeling sad and all the emotions that i mentioned today to then having this burst of creative energy and i was voxing with my EA, Nicole, and I was telling her about all these plans I have for you guys coming up. The next masterclass is in the works. Um, A bundle that I have for you guys of masterclasses, like some really fun things, some of which I've never done before, are coming your way really soon because I cleared out all this energy and I had access to my creativity. And I'm sure that over the next 24 hours or maybe even beyond that, that the hard emotions will well up again, and I will probably cry again. And when that happens, I will go through the same process and I won't beat myself up or tell myself you should be over this by now. I will just let it wash over me like a tide and I will love myself through it as many times as I have to. And now we are on to the next adventure. So this is the final episode from this house. And I just want to thank all of you. I know there are so many of you who follow me on Instagram or listen to this podcast who have really followed me from the beginning of this journey. And I want to thank you for following along for every time that you have liked or commented or sent me a message. It just means so much to me. And I appreciate you all so much. And I'm excited to start this next leg of my journey. And the milestones that are going to happen in the new house, you know, the the million dollar mark is definitely going to be crossed in the new house. That is right around the corner, million dollars all time in Sarah Plowman coaching. I also am intending to make my first million dollars in a 12 month in a calendar year in 2024. So that's my intention for the new house is we're gonna celebrate the first million dollars all time in Sarah Plum and coaching, the first million dollars in a 12 month period and extending the timeline of Sarah buying her dream house. So stay tuned because that is my plan. The next move, my friends, we're gonna extend this timeline because it didn't happen when I thought it was gonna happen, but that is not a problem. Still is gonna happen. The million dollar dream house being purchased is on the horizon. And then after that, we have more dreams. There's also a beach house dream. So many more dreams, so many more experiences to have. And of course, those moments of accomplishment and those purchases are so fun. But the real why of why I do this is as a vehicle for my own personal growth, I have changed and transformed and grown more than I could have possibly imagined through starting this business. And of course, for all of you, I go first so that you can see what is possible for you, so that you can believe that everything you want is yours for the creating, so that you can create the fame that you want and the influence that you want, that you can help your people with your unique set of talents and gifts and wisdom and experience, all that you are being put to good use to further the world. You have so much to offer. All of the money that you want to make and all of the amazing things and experiences you get to create with that money. That is why I do this because I want that for me and I want that for you. And when I win, you win. And when you win, your family wins and your community wins and your people win. And this is how we're impacting the world around us. And it all starts with us and how we show up and what we decide to do. Remember, all of your power lies in your decisions. So set an intention today, make a decision, and let's fucking go. I will see you from the new house next week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and you're ready to apply what you've learned to create mind-blowing results in your life and business, it's time to apply for private mentorship. You can do this in one of two ways. Come see me on Instagram at Sarah Plowman Coaching or go to my website, www.sarahplowmancoaching.com and apply for private coaching with me. I will see you there.